Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Thanks for having me. I'm like, am I George or Wheezy? Like, no, <laughs> you, you better be George. George. Yeah, come on. I'm George. No, no I'm you George. Bentley. You ah. Mr. Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> and Entertainment Tonight's 37th season kicked Damn. off this week. They're going to have unprecedented access to the Toronto Film Festival with George Clooney, Matt Damon, Kate Winslet, Jennifer Lawrence. And they're going to be the first on set for the highly anticipated films Thor and Overboard as well. Mm-hmm. And also American Made with Tom Cruise. You guys are That one looks very place. interesting. And it looks fascinating. You know, yeah. Tom, he, he's not doing a lot of press for the movie because he got injured doing that stunt. You saw when he hit the side of a building. Oh, he was, I did see that, yeah. yeah doing a Mission Ouch. Impossible stuff, and he missed because Tom likes to do his own stunts. Yeah. But it's like, do you know what it is? It's a lot like an athlete who doesn't want to retire or a take even a boxer. You lose a little bit. You lose a step in basketball. And all of a sudden, things have to change. Yeah. You have to say, hey, you know what? I can't do these stunts anymore. I, I, I almost feel like Tom's at that place where, you know, like everybody's saying there's going to be a day where we're going to be so sad because Tom Brady won't be Tom Brady. Mm. And what happens then? And I, I think Tom has lost a step and he hasn't realized it yet. That's <laughs> oh, well, well, you, that? But I'm saying he's still, I mean, he's still a talented actor. Right. You think just, he's lost a step? I think he's lost it. He, he cannot do his, all his stunts anymore. You can't, listen, you and I both know mm-hmm. there comes a day where you're like, I thought I was going to jump higher. <laughs> Wasn't there a time when you were on the field and you were like, I, it's time. Yeah, it didn't time. fire. Well, yeah. yeah, it just didn't, didn't, it, didn't fire. Isn't now, Scientology supposed to fix all, fix all this stuff, right? <laughs> isn't that what's supposed to happen? He's not supposed to lose a step. I think he's well, lost a step. No, they better, they better get some new Kool-Aid or something over there. Scientology joint. They got plenty, I think. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, losing a step, I guess you – did you lose your passion for sports because you've moved on to this entertainment world and, and, you, and you've lose done my great. passion for sports. Well, I'm just, you I transitioned mean, from sports and now you do the entertainment thing. Is there more passion for that than, than whoa, the sports I, world? I'm, you know, I am still a sports guy at heart. Okay. You know, and that is my, that is my I, I have a real passion for sports and I love it. But I also, I'm the guy who sat at Sports Center and I was like, I can't watch another baseball game. I, let me, I'm going to watch entertainment tonight because I want to see what's going on in the rest of the world because I just I can't take it. It's, you know, it's July, and I don't care what the Brewers are doing right now. But that doesn't mean that I don't have a passion for sports. But I also want to say that there's something that I learned. When I, when I switched over to entertainment, men were like, hey, man, you doing okay? Where you go? I didn't, I didn't see you. But as soon as I would walk into a party or a house, all the wives would come over to talk to me. Hey, did you see what J-Lo? I saw you. You were with J-Lo when she was wearing that dress the other day. How did it look in person? Um, by the way, what's really going on with Taylor Swift? Um, is this what? And so then I'm standing in the corner, and so you go from all the guys coming over, and they want yeah. to talk about the game, to all the wives coming over, and they want to talk about their sports entertainment. So it's a very interesting transition. Guys, I'm doing okay. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm all right. Oh, girl, all right. Um, let me tell you about it. I mean, that dress, it wasn't all that was, I mean, that was a knockoff, It's girl. crazy. He I've got learned, that all over, on Canal Street. I've, I've, I've learned more about dresses and shoes than you the lost in a lot. Gio and Jones with Kevin Frazier of Entertainment Tonight.
That's right. See? I, it always comes in. And, and, <laughs> let me just tell you something. And, that's, and it's the fascinating thing. You go from the biggest theme in the world in sports, in Sports Center, yeah. to the biggest theme in the world in entertainment. Yeah. And also, I want to say this. You get to find out that all the athletes want to be entertainers. Of they course. want to be in the mix. They want yeah. to get on the red carpet. Yeah. They want to hang out with the stars and they want to make movies and do all that stuff. Kyrie Irving's making an Uncle Drew movie right now. Yeah. You know, people want to, these guys, you know, LeBron has a big entertainment company. So that's the thing that they all want to be in entertainment. And if I find myself in places with people where you're like, this is pretty incredible yeah. and pretty doggone cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Now, so entertainment tonight still rules the roost. I know you have these others. Yes, Access we do. Hollywood but, and all the other. Over hey, a million Twitter followers, Come man. On Come on. They're the best. Yeah. Um, entertainment Tonight is still the number one entertainment news magazine in the world, on the planet. Total El Mundo. Um, and the thing about it is, is it's just, I mean, Mary Hart set the standard. And it's like... It's being a part of a great dynasty. You just fall in line with a great dynasty, and you keep, and that dynasty continues. You're like, we're kind of like we have Bill Belichick, and now I guess I'm kind of like Tom Brady. <laughs> there you go. I love the <laughs> not the greatest of all time, not the greatest of all time, but you know, our franchise has gone on for a little while. I got to ask you about this Jim Carrey interview that yeah. has become viral. Cat mm-hmm. Sadler of E does this interview, and yep. Jim Carrey's just on another planet. I don't think this was a bit. Like I don't think this was an Andy Kaufman thing. I think that he was just caught in a weird spot. But I don't know. That's my take on it um how would you have handled that well that I'll, I'll tell you what i've i've handled it before because you know listen you've gone in the locker room after a game and you've seen a player snap and so i had that mm-hmm. full range of experience you know coming into entertainment where guys I've, I've gone in the locker room after a tough game and guys have gone in so i've had a moment where jim carrey has said some really crazy things to me and you know what? I just look at him and I'm like, all right, it isn't in your day. I'm going to walk away and I'm going to let you go because yeah. you're, you're having a rough day. Don't sit there and try to talk to him anymore. Get up and walk out and just say, <laughs> you know what? I got to go. I got to go. You know, it, it, listen, it, it, whether it would, you know, there were days where, you know, I, I've sat in front of basketball players or football players who've been like, you know, hey, we just lost a tough game. And the last thing I want is y'all in here asking me why I fumbled and cost us the game. Mm-hmm. And we've all seen that before. It's the same thing. And you got to, you, sometimes you got to get up. And you got to walk away. You want to wrestle them down, yeah. you know. You're, right. you're Even on the red carpet in a situation like that, well, on the red carpet, when you see people and they're clearly not in the mood, you thank you. Hey, yeah. have a great thank you. Does right. he have a reputation for this? Uh, I, I don't remember them there being a lot of instances, but I'm not as in tune with it as you are. It's not that he has a reputation, but there are times where I mean, Jim just will snap on you. Hmm. It's just one of those. And look, mm-hmm. there are there are those guys. Yeah, you know, I mean, there. If you look back in the history of sports, there have been guys who you know, they're going to snap on you. And they'll say anything at any time. And you have to be ready for that. And you have to deal with it. And you have to, you know, and that comes with experience. And I think the catch has got in a, caught in a bad spot where don't stop trying to talk to him. Yeah. Let him go. That's Let what I go. do with him. I mean, you, sometimes <laughs> you come in here and he's just in a bad place. And you just understand it That's and you a, just move on. Also known as every day. Right? <laughs> so, I mean, you know, dudes get angry. Yeah, people get angry. Coaches get angry. You know, I I used to do Cincinnati basketball, and um, Bob Huggins is somebody I love to death. <laughs> but Coach Huggins, one time, you don't know. It's funny. He <laughs> jumped in. I mean, Coach Huggins <laughs> jumped in my behind one time. I mean, he jumped deep in my behind, 
And it wasn't, I'm not going to argue with him. Yeah. I understand because you know what? <laughs> Later on, he hugged me and loved me up. And that's right. my guy to this day. Right. But man, he got in my behind so deep <laughs> over something I said during the broadcast. Yeah. We got Brian with a prank once Ugh. when we had a fake Bob Huggins call <laughs> in and be a real jerk. <laughs> and we taped the interview. And then Brian just went off on this fake Bob Huggins. And, and we played it. Do you have that, PD? Look for it if you, if you can find it. <laughs> and we'll we'll play we'll play a little bit. Yeah, the full one when Brian starts going off on him as we talk to Kevin Frazier in studio on CBS Sports. Radio. I, I tried to be the better man, but I, I just just couldn't. You bastards <laughs> tricking me like that. Now, uh, serious note, real quick before we play that, uh, you were down in Houston. Yeah, I understand, yeah. uh, you know, helping uh, out benefits for uh, the, after the Harvey devastation and. J, uh, not J-Lo, but Beyonce, that's her hometown, of yeah. course, and her fam and, and all that. Tell us a little bit about uh, what transpired there. Yeah, Beyonce um, went down there. She's doing amazing things through her mm-hmm. church with her mother and the um, other girls from Destiny's Child. Um, but Beyonce fed a bunch of evacuees, and they also, I mean, literally, they are funneling a ton of money into folks and making sure that they get back on their feet. They're following them all the way through. Um, Tyler Perry, Ludacris, all these folks have also jumped in with Beyonce and her church and the gentleman who runs that church, Pastor Rudy, and they're doing amazing things. Both of them also went through the convention center to check on the evacuees. It is heartbreaking when you walk in and you see three rooms of a convention center filled with beds. You see kids running around, and this is their this is their life. This is how yep. they wake up, and they don't have a home to go to. And, in, and if they went home, there is black mold on the walls and the furniture because everything was submerged. And it was pretty emotional to walk in and see uh, Beyonce in tears. You know, she was, she was taken aback. And one of the little things they did besides all the other things is they went and they got Brand Jordan to give all the evacuees that they had at that church that day, all the kids, Jordans. And they said, look, you may have lost everything, but when you look down, pick your head up because you know you have something really cool on your feet. And they're also taking care of the families. It just wasn't about sneakers, but it was just a Mm -hmm. little gesture that you could see that really is changing these kids. And Janet, I mean, she was in the convention center holding a little baby. And she has an eight-month-old, so you could see how that affected her. And it, you could see that it, deep down inside, it, it really meant something to her. So, listen, our hearts go out to those people. And when I saw J.J. Watt come out of that tunnel, because I've spent some time in Houston the last few weeks, it, it makes you emotional. It makes, you know, the hair stand up on your arms because you know what it really means to those people on the ground mm-hmm. who are getting that money. And when he came out there with that Texas flag, that was a real moment that I, I don't think I'll ever forget. Because I think you're really going to appreciate this, we dusted off this Bob Huggins <laughs> audio, so you're going to hear the. You're going to hear this. The, this let's just get to it because Kevin doesn't have wow. a lot of time. But the, okay. the, you're going to hear the end of fake Bob Huggins, and then Brian loses mind. On okay, it. Go ahead. I got to run. It's been a real. All right, all right, Coach. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Bye. <laughs> Pleasure. <What> the <laughs> yeah. Wow, Brian. <laughs> I guess I was right. Yeah. What a. <laughs> Your coach, man. <laughs> got that personal gets your big ass. How many times you got to say it? Good uh, Lord. Well. Relax. Yeah, I know. Well, anyway. All right. We ought to play that anyway. So, yeah, that's, that's, I said what you wanted to say to Coach Huggins. <laughs> and, 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 well, and this is the thing. Like, 
Coach Huggins is the dude who will get in your behind. Right. But he is also like, you know, I took my my son and I, we went up when they when they played Gonzaga in the tournament. We went up and we hung out with them. We went in the locker room, said hello to everybody, sat with the West Virginia folks. I mean, I love the guy. He is he really is the salt of the earth. But man, I, I mean, when he is standing over you and he is getting in your butt. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> now I'm a coach's kid, so I'm used to like people yelling. So right. it's like I'm like, all right, it's all good. But still, it you, it takes a moment. You're like, whoo, let me digest this. Come <laughs> on, go ahead. In in this business, do you find yourself kissing more ass than you want to? <laughs> um, there are times where you you know your your lips are planted and you're like, wow, this is a situation right now. I mean, that's and that's real, and we all know that. And so if anybody yeah. tells you when people like, I I love it when I you know I hear people lie and they're like, I'm such a journalist, I never would. Yeah. And I'm like, and then I watch, you know, I turn on TV and it's I'm tough. like, stop it. I mean, when I you know I when I saw great great journalists like you know they talk about entertainment all the time and they're like, oh, it's so it's so frilly and foofy. I'm like, well, I, I've seen guys who are you know at the top of the game holding hands with actresses skipping off into the sun on some of the most prestigious programs there are. So. Let's just let's stop for a second. Let's just stop, guys. Easy. We know you have a lot of ass kissing to do. When you leave, here. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, we, we don't want to end the interview. We'd love to. Uh, we'd love to have you for longer. But you got a big docket, and you got a lot of stuff that's very exciting with ET Entertainment tonight. Thirty-seven seasons going strong. Follow them on Twitter. Be one of. Get them to two million Twitter followers, and uh, check out all the cool stuff that's coming up. And there's two things I want to say. Number one, you know, listen, guys, guys. Join the conversation with the lady. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, honestly, yeah. like you sit down and you're like, I want to just connect. Here you go. Sit down. We, we got you. I'm like your, I'm like your sensei. I'm, we're going to teach you. Oh, we're going to help you. Sensei. We're going to help you. And number two, I, I'm shocked you wore that Texas shirt. I, I'm <laughs> shocked that you're rocking the Texas shirt. In here. It's a disaster down there right now. <laughs> Harvey's bad. Harvey's bad. The situation in Austin is worse. When Marilyn rolled rolled in there and gave him a piece of the loving, they gave it to. They get in. You can't roll into Austin. (laughs) They did. And and, and Marilyn, all of a sudden, Marilyn looked like Alabama. Marilyn looked like Alabama, didn't they? (laughs) They did. Watch out. He's going to throw something at you. I just want to shout out Charlie Strong. How how you living, Charlie? How you living, Charlie? You're a troublemaker. Kevin Frazier. One of the greats. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Charlie Strong. Shout out, bro. Shout out. We're coming right back. Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. (laughs) I heard it. Kevin I heard it. I hear all the recap as you believe yeah. sitting right outside the door. Yep. I'm sure he's going to get a lot of bubblegum interviews the rest of the day. Though. Oh, right. heck yeah. Oh, gosh. So, yeah. tell us about the pup. <laughs> get out of here. Are you kidding me? Oh, unbelievable. 20 past the hour on the best show. Gosh. Just brutal. I was thinking about that business because we do some entertainment stuff to give yep. us a little bit of a respite from... The same old thing. And I know listeners get angry with that, but I mean, sometimes, I don't know. We just gotta... They get angry with us doing other stuff? Yeah. No you, way. You, you, everybody does that. They love that. Um, some do, some don't. Uh, but I, I don't know if I could do that stuff full time. Mm-hmm. That would be rough. Yeah. Because there's some stories here that we know we have to talk about that it's hard to talk about because we're not as interested as maybe the listening audience may be. But like in entertainment... Like some of these, like vacation pictures or you know, sexting 
or the Kardashian did this or whatever. Like, that would be rough to do every single day. I'd probably lose my mind. <laughs> well, none of it matters. Right. Like, at least in sports, are like, the things that we talk about that are not games. I mean, and even games matter. Yeah. But then the other stuff matters, too, because it's often important. It might connect to, like, outside society. Yeah. But, like, right. how Brad Pitt feels about working with Channing Tatum on Magic Mike 4 yeah. Doesn't matter in any way. Right. You're no, you're you're you sound like Jim Carrey and you sound right about it. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> you know, I, I also We're not really here. Well, even though he did the the nice thing with Hurricane Harvey and talked about that, I, I feel like they they take the easy way out with all social issues. Not that there's a hard way out with Harvey, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. the like when it comes to those things in entertainment, they're like well, this person stood up for this, and this is what they decided to do. And moving on to a nip slip, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and this person ended up in jail. Fingers crossed. Oh, look at that! There's an ass cheek hanging out of her pants. And that's basically what they do, right? <laughs> Shows are. <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch. Them. <laughs> uh, well, you watch entertainment tonight, don't you, Brian? No, I do not. Oh, Everybody okay. does, uh, Brian. Do they? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's. I guess I he's. I guess he's he, gone. Now. I don't anymore. He's. He's. He, I did a few minutes ago. Eight o'clock. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I love your show, get it? Never know. And now it's like, I know. Who that white woman named you? <laughs> there usually is one. But they got the. They got yeah. in those shows. They got the black guy. That's always the. Yeah. The white woman. Of course. Yeah. So we roll. <laughs> they got him for TV's sake. I mean, it's like you can't, it's too much of one thing is a, is a bad thing. They all agree. <laughs> and the congregation say it. The best is like a car commercial where there's like a white guy driving. A black girl in the front seat, an Asian guy in the back, yeah, and then like a fourth, and it's just like I know. I, no one's ever been in a car like that. <laughs> right on the carpool, right? right? We were in a car like it's that like, in San Francisco. It's like, it's like an aborigine. It's somehow worked its way in there. <laughs> it is though. It's true though. I mean, it's like every commercial now tries to be that Uber driver we had in San Francisco. We were like that. No, we weren't. Yeah, we were. No, well, but you're in the car with four friends, all of distinct, <laughs> different backgrounds. Sure. No, 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 I haven't. No, no, no. no. It doesn't happen. No. It's nice to think about it. You don't have friends from all different. I do, and maybe not races? enough to create such scenarios. <laughs> but... Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> but they just, they do it. I've always said this. They, you know, they sit around the meetings and the casting. Of like, course. They check off the box. You, know, you think right? there's like a ratio, like an actual like math of equation that they plug in to make sure they have all of their bases covered between gender and yeah, race and age. I do. I think that they do. I think they have people oh, that certain metrics they yeah, look at. Without a doubt. But you want to sell a car to everybody. You don't care what color they are. They <laughs> no. might green. Well, that's the point. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> just. I remember those people upset about the interracial couple on the Cheerios commercial. I didn't even. It didn't even. Like, really? And I'm not wow. saying this to be like getting on a soul. I didn't even notice that. Like I did, it didn't even cross my mind. I watched the commercial. I was like, "That's a stupid cereal commercial." And then people were freaking out over. Che- I was like, "What Cheerios commercial?" I was like, "Oh, because yeah. one guy's black, one guy's white, or one whatever." The woman was white, the guy was black. Yeah, I don't know, but it, they do cover all their all their bases with that Canadian Mountie with the big, <laughs> the big hat on a horse. <laughs> oh hey, hey my Asian friend, how's it going, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Sven? <laughs> oh, hanging out with Jerome again, huh? It's good that those guys are getting along. Hey, what's up, Romy Rome? <laughs> Brother? Oh, all right. 
bro, I, I said this the other day. Some guy I'd never seen before over the TV store. What's up, my brother? It's like, don't bro me unless you know me. I mean, they just think it's so cool. It's not cool. Black guy, white guy. It was a white dude. Yeah, that's not Ooh. good. Yeah, just not good. be you. You ain't got to act cool. Can't do that. Yeah, can't do, do, can't, you, do can't, you. you can't. And I, you can tell it was forced. They give that out in the handbook, by the way. Yes. The white guy handbook. Go buy you the cannot, handbook. Like, if I didn't know you. And I went up to you. What's up, my brother? Yeah, you, that's not. That's yeah. against the rules. Isn't Thank it? you. Yeah, I wouldn't say it now. And I've known you for f- almost five years. Right. I don't. Want, I mean, I kind of. You could get away I with could, it. Kinda, but I, nah. I could say it now. But no. Yeah. White guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just cut it off. Uh-huh. White guy. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, brother? <laughs> yeah. When you saw there was a uh, top of the morning, Brian. Uh, I like that. <laughs> lovely young black employee yesterday who was walking into engineering and and you you, <laughs> he even you saw you saw her before she was even anybody else saw her uh, like your radar your radar yeah, went off yeah and she blade came right, yeah you, you, you were like hmm is this there's there's something Someone. afoot <laughs> and, then, and then she came around the corner and you're like uh-huh hey <laughs> where are you going yeah. Who are you? <laughs> I didn't know there were any more in here. Yeah. <laughs> she just went, shh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Usually it's Brian Custer. <laughs> the best part about it was she was going into the engineering room where I only thought that engineers went into, so Brian did too. And Brian goes, you an engineer? And she goes, no, they move finance back there, too. <laughs> Only in this place. Yeah, like, Can I get my check on time? Yeah, this, this, is, this is Brian's bladar. <laughs> Black dar. Let me hear it. Whoa, skip the beat. <laughs> well, they both, you gotta walk through all the wires and the, all the stuff to get back to finance. Where they're hiding people. I said, use some of that technology to speed up my check. <laughs> <laughs> Two months behind. Uh, Damn. All right, my brother. Let's get the boat. Okay, bro. All right, brothers. Bro, thank what, you. what do you have for us, dude? I got the Broncos. 17-point lead going down to three. The Chargers were lining up for a tying 44-yard field goal with five seconds to go. But then Shelby Harris came to the rescue. I felt it hit my hand, but, you know, the first thing was, well, I hope I hit it enough that it didn't go through the upright. But... Now I start getting tackled. So I was like, all right, we won. <laughs> so, you know, so, hey, I'm happy. Harris blocked Young Way. <laughs> okay, <team>. bro. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Shelby. Thanks with, for that explanation, brother. Uh, he blocked Young Way Koo's second attempt. He made the first one, but only after Broncos head coach Van Joseph called a timeout. 24-21, the final. I like that name, man. Young Way. Young Way Koo. Young Way Koo. like a rapper. It does, actually. Young Way Koo. Have you seen some of the tricks he can do kicking a football? I've heard about it. I haven't seen him, no, to answer your question. I saw one where he, like, sock, like, he flicks it with his feet to get the ball spinning and then runs over and kicks a field goal. Yeah. yeah. You should have done that last night. Stay away from Mr. Harris. <laughs> 24-21, the final. L.A. scored 14 fourth-quarter points with a pair of Bronco turnovers. Denver then missed a field goal to give the Chargers that chance to tie the game. Adrian Peterson made his Saints debut back in minnesota it was a little different but it was for me once i got out there it was more fun you know um, i wish i could have got more snaps but um you know it was 
It was fun and interesting just kind of getting in there going up against those guys. But it ended with just six carries for 18 yards and a 29-19 loss to those Vikings. 346 yards, three scores from Sam Bradford. Dalvin Cook ran for or ran 22 times for 127 yards in his debut. So on to week two we go. The Colts have ruled out Andrew Luck for another week but did not name a starting QB for Sunday's visit from the Cardinals. And CBSSports.com says the Texans will start rookie QB Deshaun Watson Thursday night in Cincinnati. Tampa Bay Ray, Trevor Plouffe should know you can't make an error with the Todd father coming up. Runners run. Pitch. Swung on. Hit in the end and he left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. He is the Todd father. He hits a three-run home run to left to give the Yankees an ample lead. In Todd, we trust. John Sterling, <laughs> Yankees Radio. The My goodness. Error extending the inning, allowing that from Frazier. The Yanks beat the Rays 5-1 to open their series at the Mets' home. The three games moved out of Tampa because of Hurricane Irma. It was weird, says Rays starter Jake Odorizzi. Just the fact of getting booed as soon as I stepped out to go on the field. That's a, that's a weird kind of a thing. The Rays are four games behind Idle Minnesota for the second AL Wild Card with five teams in between. Cleveland surge continuing with an 11-0 beatdown of Detroit. 19 straight wins by a combined score of 132 to 32. 11 straight losses meanwhile for the Dodgers after a rain-delayed 8-6 final in San Francisco. The game ending at 2-11 local time. Apparently the latest a baseball game has ever ended in the Bay Area. Boys? So Sergio Dip is the viral sensation <laughs> that will go away and we'll never think of again until someone references him and then goes, oh yeah, what was his name? Uh, but today everybody knows his name. So the phrase less is more I think does apply in a lot of instances. So Sergio Dip, the sideline reporter for the second Monday night game, does a report. It's just flat out bad. He's an ESPN Deportes guy. <laughs> he is bilingual. Um, but the report's bad. Like, forget about all that stuff. He's just, he's just it had not, nothing to do with uh, lost in translation. It was just bad, what he yeah, was saying. It was just he wasn't any good. I mean, at one point he's like, look at Vance Joseph on the screen. <laughs> Like, I mean, what are you talking to, a two-year-old? I mean, what are you... Look, there he is, right there! And then he also... No, the black one! He ended the report with it. He's out here having the time of his life! He was just looking down at his uh, yeah. play sheet. It's like he's working, dude. Like, he's not having... I mean, it's not like skiing or skydiving or like... He's just working. So... Anyway, it was bad. So then he does a really good job of responding to it at first on Twitter. He puts up a little uh, thumbs up and a smiley face, whatever it was. And, and then he, he put a Google image up of him Googling how to deal with fame. And people laughed at that. And they said, what a hilarious way for this guy to handle it. Good for him. But this morning he posts this Twitter video explaining himself and talking about what yeah. was going on. Well, let's just listen to it. Then we'll react. I was studying my elementary school. September 11, 2001, in Calexico, California. Born in Mexicali, Baja California, Mexico. But growing up in the American environment as a minority. A minority like head coaches Vance Joseph and Anthony Lynn. So what I wanted to do was to show some respect. Making my debut as a minority 
on American national TV. The biggest stage out there. <laughs> on the most heartfelt day in this great country made up by immigrants. Dude. <laughs> and on some people's perspective, it all went wrong. But I truly meant no disrespect because Oklahoma all I wanted to, to do <laughs> was to show some love to this two historical <laughs> Go stop! Hopefully, I'll have another chance. No, you won't. And be sure I'll make the most out of it. He is missing the boat. No one's upset with you because you said, look at Vance Joseph having a good time, or yeah, we are so upset about that, but not because it was a historical moment. We've had two black coaches face each other yeah, in NFL I, before. What right, are you talking about? Right, this is this a, historical perspective <laughs> is all wrong. Right? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> it's about you not knowing what the hell to say. That's nothing to, to do with disrespecting the coaches. It's so over dramatic, ah. and some people feel like dealing with stuff like this. This is the way to go to start talking about big issues like diversity in the country no. and immigration. And how dare you, by the way, bring nine eleven into this with sympathy in in mind? That's all he was doing. Like, oh, I was in an elementary school on September eleventh, and he's trying to tie in September eleventh his own minority experience. Right. You just blew at. <laughs> A sideline report. That's it. That's what happened. <laughs> Simple the as that. Stage out. What the immigration have out. to do with that? <laughs> Stop at nothing. Just do better next time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this has nothing to do with racial equality or no. terrorist attacks <laughs> or whatever the hell you were trying to say. You just were terrible. <laughs> That's all it was. How about this? Write out your first sentence before the next broadcast. <laughs> yeah. Go with that, and then from there, maybe you right. can do better. I mean, like, I, what are you trying to tell me that because you were so geeked up to show the world about diversity <laughs> that you had to tell people to look at Vance Joseph on the screen? See, right there, he black. Really, I know. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, I'll have another chance. Uh, I mean, stop! <laughs> oh, we'd forgotten about you with the Dip. drama. I know. Just leave you... it alone. If we would have just left it the way it was on Twitter last night, yeah. it would have been fine. Now you, you've made it worse, you dude. I mean, when people, that when people start bringing in big things like that to right. explain mistakes, like there's been times I've, I'm not going to reference the exact time, but like a radio host trying to explain why he did a certain thing and then brought like his personal situation into it. Yeah. It's like, come on. You're just searching for sympathy because yep. you screwed up. Yep. Don't do that with us. Just own up to it. It's not. No one's falling for that stuff, Dip. <laughs> dip. Come on, Dip. No one's falling for it. Hopefully, I'll have another chance. I'll, I'll have another chance. Hopefully, you'll stop being a drama queen. Right. Oh, one day, a little boy <laughs> named Sergio Dip. Hey, Kali. <laughs> was on his way to school. <laughs> and on that day, I was chased by wolves. <laughs> but they and, weren't real wolves. And when they caught me, they began to speak to me in English. And they said, listen, Dip. Oh, you will be a superstar. So I was raised by these wolves all the way up into this opportunity. To be able to show you that even black people can get good jobs. 
<laughs> That's all I was trying to show the world. That look, they did it. <laughs> See, former president Vicente Fox. This is why black people want to do those other jobs because they can get these type of jobs. <laughs> Oh, Sergio <laughs> Dip, you just... You just stepped in it again. <laughs> you just stepped in it, Dip. <laughs> Dipstick. Yeah, yeah, use yeah that, that one. one too. <laughs> oh, Gosh, my goodness. Yeah. Right. Oh, he made it worse. <laughs> you think? And he, it was, it was I over gave, with. I was giving respect to the guy when he just tweeted out that stuff. And now, uh, oh, my goodness. It's over the top. Coming right back. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Something I guess we totally missed yesterday. It must have happened after the show, though, is this Ted Cruz deal where he's on Twitter and he's he's liking a an adult film video. Mm-hmm. So I knew the boy was a freak. It's he. It's from sexual posts with Whoa. two two L's. Was he hacked? I, I guess he's. I guess he's not saying that he's hacked. I forget. I just asked Bogish what it was, but I guess they contacted Twitter and I don't know. They're, they're saying that he wasn't at fault for it. Oh yeah, it wasn't your fault. Yeah. He, okay. Did you see it? What it was? No. This is what it was. That he liked. <laughs> okay. That basketball ring. I like that too. <laughs> that, that basketball ring over there. Remember that? Ted the Cruz? amazing thing is that basketball ring <laughs> here in Indiana, it's the same height as it is in New York City and every other place in oh, this country. Shut up. Basketball ring. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, God. All right, give me my phone back, you weirdo. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you that. Why don't they take that black thing <laughs> Well, because uh, I know what it's for. I'm just so he liked that, right? Mm. It said uh, the offensive tweet posted on Ted Cruz's account earlier has been removed by staff and reported to Twitter. But they didn't po- post I mean, it. What do you mean? Post- he liked it. He liked the damn thing. Try to squirm out of it now, you freak. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with liking it. You yeah. liked it. You liked it. Own up to it, Sergio. That, how refreshing would that be? Yeah. If he just came out, he was like, you know what? There's uh, 200 million Americans that consume adult films every single day of their lives. I happen to scroll across this one particular scene, and it tickled my fancy. That'd go against his phony Bible thumping personality. Well, of course it would. Yeah, <laughs> creep. What is going on in this scene, by the way? It's, it's, this one woman is totally flabbergasted by the situation behind her. I think she's jealous. Yeah, she's like, how did this happen? Mm-hmm. Who is she? Yeah, how'd she get here? And what? Isn't this guy supposed to be paying attention to me? That <laughs> was this floozy that's up in my house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She's not black, man. <laughs> yeah, right. What are you, what are you playing? Radar's radar? not going what are you off. Playing the radar sound for Pete's confusing yeah. me. I'm not supposed to be confused. <laughs> uh, all right, so Ted Cruz, good for you, man. You know, it really is amazing how many of these guys that are just such over the top yeah. Bible, Bible thumpers, thumpers. yeah, <laughs> Hugh Freeze, right? Are are huge freaks? <laughs> That's what they are. I mean, it's amazing. Now, I don't know if Ted Cruz is really a freak. I don't know, but I mean, who knows? He's chances, cuckoo. 
I mean, well, he did. He's got a little. He's got some crazy ideas. That's for sure. But <laughs> what are you gonna? What are you gonna do? Uh, all right. You know, I wanted to bring this up too. Bring with, it up then. With uh, Ke- well, no, with Kevin Frazier. Oh, Kevin, get back in here. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to. I'm not qualified to answer this. Um, no, you are. It's not a. It's not a, a question per oh. se. It's much more of a conversation all you right. could add well, to. Let's have a conversation. Hold um, so bro. yeah, bro. Listen, what's up, brother? <laughs> hey, brother. Um, so this it movie, the Stephen King Dude. it movie, which I guess is Ugh. a remake, or didn't they make we, one? We already have a problem with clowns, and now they make this movie. And I saw it for the first time maybe a week and a half ago as I was getting ready to come into work. That's too early to see something like that, see, man. It doesn't. I, I I don't know. Creepy. I'm different. I am oh. not in the least bit scared by scary clowns. You had the one in front of your house. Didn't that freak you out? No, I didn't. I, I thought there was some. There were the clowns. No, I, it wasn't my house. I was just telling a story about how they were walking around some yeah, neighborhood, around neighborhood in America, yeah. and I was just like, if that ever happened to me, yeah. I'd just go and I'd punch the thing in the face. <laughs> like because if all right, this is a movie about a killer clown, whatever. But if there's a guy dressed up as a clown trying to scare you, you know who's underneath that makeup and that suit is is a douche, is who's <laughs> under there. So you can go and beat him up. So go and beat him up. Grab a kitchen knife and chase after him and see how tough he is if he's standing out holding balloons outside this of your house. creepy, man. But, but, but why? More, he's got this clown in this movie. He's got male pattern baldness. Like, how am I supposed to be scared by that? Just all the makeup clowns look creepy anyway. Oh. Now you got an evil clown. Uh, see, you don't think they look creepy? No, stuff like that doesn't creep me out. Right. It doesn't. And another thing that doesn't creep me out in movies is little kids. Like the possessed little kid. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey. You know, when you're in the middle of the night, it's outside the door. Mommy, there's something happening. Like, you know, you're supposed to, and the head turns around. Yeah, I'm not scared of that either. It's a little kid. I okay. always say in the movie, The Ring, the, it's like a little girl crawls out of a well. What are you going to do to the little kid? Well, I mean, if it was going to kill me, I'd kick it. <laughs> right? So Chucky would have no chance against you. Yeah, Chucky. I mean, it's a, it's a doll. You know what I'm scared of? I'm scared of the serial killer that lives next door that you think is normal. That's what I'm scared of. The guy who's like, hey, Greg, come on over for barbecue. <laughs> and next thing you know, you're in the basement. <laughs> and he's, he's whipping you with wet spaghetti noodles. <laughs> counting the time, counting the minutes down where he's going to kill you. RD. Right, right. That's that's the... <laughs> That's the guy I'm scared of. You know, the, the guy Dave that you thought was normal, and then yeah. all, all of a all of a sudden, he's got like 15 bodies under his basement, and you're like, oh, this guy was so normal. I don't know. He used to bring our kids went to dance together. All right, I'm not afraid of it anymore. Yeah, clown. I just Stupid don't ass. want to see the trailer anymore. <laughs> I don't know. It's just me. <laughs> you know, there's other things to be scared. I know of. you're afraid Killer of black clown. holes. Well, no, I'm not, what I, I get anxiety they, 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 over the okay, enormity of the cosmos. Yes, yes I do get yeah. that. But I don't you know, and Jim Carrey. I'm yeah. not. No, he seems to be fully okay <laughs> with it. Like he seems to totally understand it. Uh, so, did you see that the Patriots, after their loss on Thursday night, are getting rid of that field turf mm-hmm. and saying no more? So that's gonna. I mean, I guess they gotta get all that up and then resod the field yeah. quickly. Right, but and, they're not. They're gonna wait, aren't they? They can't do it now. I don't. Hey, know. There's no way they can do that now. No way. That's going to happen after the season. You no sure? Way. I'm, I'm pretty positive. No way you're going to tear all that up and resod that field in time for your next ball game. Doesn't New Orleans go there? No, that's down in New Orleans. That's I'm going I'm to be there, and I'm going to not be there. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I tried to get you some tickets. You said no. Nope. It's said, no, thank you. Um, 
No, just, I mean, listen to the way this is reported There's by the AP. No way they can turn just listen to it for a second. I am not listening to the AP. The New England Patriots are replacing their artificial turf field after just one regular season game because of what some players said. It was a surface with too much give. So I, I don't see how they replace that in two weeks. Or well, they're going to do it. It says the, the, it says the Revolution do not play at home until September 23rd. The Patriots play the Saints in New Orleans this weekend and return the following Sunday. It'll be good to have some new turf out there, said running back James White. So, I mean. Okay. Well, you you have nowadays the technology allows you to grow all this stuff in-house and then you take sections and, and place it out there on the field. All right. Well, is that enough time now for all these different sections, these different pallets of grass that they're going to now ship in, enough for those to become intertwined and, and grow together? That's a good question. I don't know. That's about a great question. Pallets of grass seams. being intertwined. You have all going... these different seams. <laughs> it was so serious. You're great. Just There's get... enough time to get these pallets of grass intertwined. I don't know. Get them to build some chemistry, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Gel. Yes. Like the team that's going to be stomping on them. Right. Uh, this was the first time all summer that we had a two-week window to replace it. Patriot spokesman Stacey James said. They're going to do it, this man. This might cause more problems than what they currently have. Was that Edelman injury on this field in the preseason? Uh, no, they were in Detroit, weren't they? Yeah. I wonder yeah. if that had something to do with it, too. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's not I, I, why they lost. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't Kansas City didn't have a problem with it. No, they didn't. They give didn't. too much for them. Yeah. Remember that real sports about field turf? Yeah. It was like giving people Carcinogenic. Yeah. Yeah. Is that I means that's still a thing? We still use that those those little rubber pellets, if I you I guess will. it's like tires, old yeah, tires. Yeah, old tires, yeah. That's it. Well, well, I don't know if that's the reason they want to get rid of it or is it really to give? I don't get that. Yeah. Gives too much. Well, right. tighten it up. Did you see that uh, Tony Romo used Madden, the yeah. Madden game to prep? Now, I've heard that before. There was someone else that, that used Madden. Oh, really? I don't to, know. To, I don't to uh, get ready for their, their broadcasting career. And I was trying to recall the name. Yeah, I, had, I don't play Madden, and, and I'm sure it is a good way. If well, it's got all the players up there, yeah, right? right? And it's, yeah. it's it's a good simulation. Mm-hmm. And I guess Jimmy Kimmel was there watching them. Yeah, it was so. Ford Field where Edelman uh, okay. went down. All right. uh, so Jimmy Kimmel was watching. Tony Romo do this Madden thing. Oh. Yeah. So. Sweet. <laughs> all right. Maybe I should have done that. It would have helped me in the booth. <laughs> it was like a bit, though, right? Is that what it was, this whole thing? It was like a bit. But he did He did use it, I think, for real, didn't he? I think he did, right? And then they then they like made a joke, and then they made a bit out of it, I think. I don't know. But good for him. He did a good... He did a, <laughs> and they uh, did it on field turf. Yeah, regrets. right. Yeah, it was good grass. How are they going to be molding together? But I he, use it for real. What? I would use it for real. That's yeah. a good God tool. Yeah, it is. All right. Thanks to Kevin Frazier. Thanks to you for getting really? me over my fear of it. Yeah. All right. You're now on the right side of that. Uh, okay, whatever. Also, thanks to Willie Colon. Yep. Mikey B, PDB, Bogish, Pierno. Have a good day, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow. Gio and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.